welcome back, everybody. Mm-hmm. Back at it again with the Prefer Not to Say podcast. As always, we're doing that thing where we speak words. Mm-hmm. Speak words, talk, all that good, sh- all that good shit that everybody <laughs> likes. <laughs> Speaking <Certain> syllables, strong. <laughs> Speaking syllables, combining them into words and sentences and phrases mm-hmm. and paragraphs and talking your ear off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rambleverse episode three thousand six hundred and forty-two. <laughs> the prequel. Mm-hmm. They're non-linear. <laughs> that's why it sounds like that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, today's episode is called multi-thread processing Mm -hmm. that's kind of a joke and kind of a really awesome title for what we're about to talk about basically the show is about how one should always be looking to diversify or to uh sorry diversify in multi in multiple different facets of their life whether it be income streams skill sets uh yeah anything along those lines those are the only two i could think of off the top of my head (laughs) Maybe types of people you hang out with. Yes, yeah, so, uh, you could diversify your social portfolio, so to speak. You know, networking is a legitimate thing. Yeah, you know? that's true. You know, net- networking always comes in handy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, gotta know people. Yeah, you do gotta know people. It's you know, it's the not. It's not what you know. It's who you know. <laughs> Which is very real, especially in the workplace. Yeah. In the uh, in the seeking employment workplace is one hundred percent who you know. It's scary sometimes to see uh, the people climbing ahead of each other just because they have these connections. Yeah, but I mean, think about it. You you you'd offer an opportunity to your friend before you did a complete stranger. Yeah, that's that's very true. That is very true. So, where should we start? Let's talk money. That's money. the easiest way to <laughs> love money. Everyone loves money. <laughs> money make the world go round. <laughs> oh man, it's that uh, Wu Tang's a cream cash rules everything around me. Mm-hmm. Which is actually slightly an anti-capitalist song, which is actually the intent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it, it is definitely real out here when it comes to the money. So yeah, so what we really want to point towards is. Realistically, in the modern age, you need more than one stream of income. This mm-hmm. pandemic proved that. You can't rely on one. Doesn't matter how good of a job you have, unless you're part of like that percentage of people who makes six or more figures. You got to do something <laughs> <Yeah>. else. <laughs> unless you're already getting paid enough to where you just have a fat stack that can tide you over through any crisis. Yeah, exactly. You got to You got to be <laughs> out there. You got to be forward thinking about where you can pull your 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 income streams from. Yeah. I mean, if that's, you know, working a second job, which isn't ideal, it's not, I mean, it's bad. It's bad for you. And and unless, unless, and and we're saying that as if it's a regular job where you work for somebody, if you have your own business or do something outside of work, Mm. that counts as a job, but, it's entirely that could lead different. To other, yeah, it could lead to other things, and you can manage that better than clocking in somewhere and clocking out. Yeah, clocking in in two places is just not <laughs> worth it with the uh, time to payout ratio. You know, right? You're gonna spend another x amount of hours a day, and it's only gonna benefit you this much. Where you could simply put that t- that that time in somewhere else. You know, at least into a different endeavor. <laughs> 
I remember it was really nice though when I worked for UPS and Meyer at the same time, mm-hmm. which was collectively only about twelve hours a day. <clears throat> I got paid twice a week because mm-hmm. they paid every week with different days. So I got paid every Thursday and Friday. I didn't. I never not had money because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, I got paid Thursday and Friday. Well, just another five days until I get paid again. Imagine if you had like five different jobs all paid weekly and only work <laughs> one day at each job you would get paid every weekday bro <laughs> yeah but uh, i know that, it's, that not is like, it's not like really beneficial you know it's not really changing anything oh they all only pay like 13 dollars an hour it's just like having one job but like seeing those constant deposits in your, in your bank account for at least for me that just like I'm happy. I see like multiple deposits in my bank account. I'm happy for the whole day. Nothing can fucking yeah, that, take me down. It, it always that. looks good. It's like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. how much it is. It's you just see transaction after transaction. You're like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. getting this money. You just see constant coming in, and I think that's like a great mentality that really drives you into the the multiple revenue stream way of uh, thinking. You know, obviously, don't go do that. That's a terrible fucking idea. Having five jobs <laughs> that are only <laughs> five part time <laughs> jobs one day a week each. <laughs> Because then, like, you lose one and you have to replace it, but you can only replace it with a specific type of job. But yeah, I digress. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, there, and there's multiple ways to create different revenue streams. I mean, if we go to the more traditional route, I mean, investing is always a good route if, if that's mm-hmm. your thing. I mean, it's not for everybody. I mean, you definitely got to have a mind for it. I don't do it for two specific reasons. One, the volatility of it, mm-hmm. mainly because. I don't want it to be like, you know, if I have a time where like, I'm going to put a bunch of money in this and then it just sort of drops. Yeah. But also, it is, it is on the surface. It does uh, appear to be like gambling, you know? I, I mean, yeah. And for the most part, it is. But it's also with all the other stuff I do, I don't have the time to dedicate to get good at that. Because mm-hmm. I mean, that's a full time job in itself. 100%. I mean, I all mean, the information you have to take in at all times. I uh, I was only able to pick it up because i spent six years doing like the same monotonous thing where throughout the period throughout the course of the day you know like every 30 minutes or so i would have like a good five ten minutes to just sit and read and think and learn so i literally spent years i mean collectively it's probably like months worth of time but i spent years teaching myself about it that's the only reason i do it i don't recommend it for anybody who's just like you know what i'm gonna pick it up this weekend and it's also there's also a thing about it too where it's you know if it wasn't so tied to other factors and other people mm-hmm. as hardcore as it is, I mean, any business is liable to just end for one way, or, one way or another. I mean, you know, Jeff Bezos has gone on record multiple times saying that Amazon could be put out of business if someone really wanted to and could figure it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's a lot of companies you never thought would go down. Blockbuster. <laughs> they went down yeah. hardcore. <laughs> there's there's always that risk with uh with within investment strategies that whatever you're putting your money into just goes belly up like overnight. Yeah, or you know, I mean, even or or practical things like you know maybe contributing to a four hundred one k, which I mean, mm. even you know, a lot of people even say that's you know not always the best option. But that then that goes along with if you have multiple streams, you have a fallback, right? It's like you're 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 hedging against those bets. It's like, you know, when if if the market crashes or something or like the 0809, you know, travesty that happened, you know, where some people actually lost out on a lot of money. And it was, mm-hmm. you know, if you put it in one place, yeah, it, that could happen. And that's the worst part is stuff like that discourages people because they don't really understand 
Yeah, they have that singular mindset. Oh, if I, you go all in on one thing, and that's the mm-hmm. way to do it. Oh man, I, but if if I if I don't put it all in on this sure thing, then I don't see as large of a return, and then that's how you lose all your money. Yeah, there you was know? a great uh, Warren Buffett quote. He said, "If you don't plan on keeping something for ten years, don't bother keeping it for ten minutes." Because mm-hmm. I mean, that's it's really the long game. I mean, it's not. It's unless not you a sprint, the, it's a marathon. Unless you have the foresight or insider trading, which is illegal, then you're not <laughs> going to see this big boom out of nowhere. Yeah, it's a, uh, or, you know, also, I mean, you know, let's, you know, we talked about what? Investing, so stocks, mm-hmm. you know, if you do that, maybe do stocks and a 401k or an IRA, Definitely. you know, I know Roth IRAs are pretty popular right now, which are which is the which is the way to go with IRAs. Don't buy a regular one; buy a Roth one because it's po- it's po- you put your post tax money in it, so you can take it out whenever you want. Absolutely. And then there's stash it all up, hit sixty, pull it out, and be like, "Oh, I owe you how much? Mm, it's not worth it." Yeah, exactly. You know, or you know, rental properties. That's another way. You know, investing in some real estate. Mm-hmm. Which now is the time to do it. Apparently, interest rates are super low right now. So if you if you're, you're into that, but you know before that, refer to our episode Slumlord Millionaires. So you know, <laughs> don't become that guy. <laughs> be a decent person if you're going to get into that. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's there's always different ways, you know, in the kind of I don't want to say practical space, in more of the analog space, traditional space. Mm-hmm. But the internet makes it even easier to do multiple streams of income because there's infinite possibilities always infinite possibilities you know like we always say feet picks start right Mm -hmm. there boom money it's really just about finding anything that somebody has an interest in or a desire for and and uh filling that want that need that's that's the 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 very basics of creating a supply and demand right there and cashing in on somebody else's uh demand yeah, or just like content creation in general, you know, with how low cost it is to do anything, you could start multiple different things. Mm-hmm. Like this, this podcast, for instance, could could branch off into multiple different things. I mean, you know, once we have a place we can actually record video, we could do video. You know, bank some YouTube money, maybe. Even though YouTube doesn't really pay that much these days, and a lot of mm-hmm. YouTubers will tell you that it's like it's really not a lot. You know, it's like you know we could do Patreon, we could do an OnlyFans. We could do sponsorships, you know, somebody sponsors us and we, you know, talk about their products. Can make a website, start writing articles. You never know. I mean, that, that kind of goes along with ad revenue too. Cause mm-hmm. like a website, you typically, you, pre- you pretty much just need ads if you have a website. Yes, sir. <clears throat> yeah. There's, you know, or, or if you have a skill set in the digital space. And that's why I teach myself a lot of the stuff I teach myself. You know, obviously it's like I started out with audio music and then I've been, you know, trying to dabble more into the film space, but trying to teach myself graphic design, you know, trying to pull my camera out a little bit more, probably to start taking pictures for photography. You know, all, all these things are easily marketable. And the more things you do, the more likely you are to land, land a gig with somebody. Mm-hmm. And you get to name your own price. I think that is the... uh the best part of working for yourself is naming your own price. Obviously you have to be competitive, but still when, uh, when it's real people out here, uh, you know, 
fighting for your business, nobody's really gonna gonna short sell themselves. You know, nobody's gonna do it so dirt cheap that they're gonna push everybody else off the market because then they're not really making a living off of it. So you can rely on the value generally staying in a in a healthy area. I mean, even competitive prices are still expensive. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's that's the best part is like it, you could you could make some serious money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's all about time management too. If you can if you can figure out a way to you know streamline your process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, diversifying your skill set in the internet age is one of the best things to do because it just it, it can get you so many opportunities. You know, it's all the stuff that everyone discourages. Like, oh, you want to be an artist? Why would you want to do that? Because I can work for myself. Sign my own checks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I, definitely. I never understood why the arts were always clowned in like <clears throat> TV shows and films and, you know, like gen- general humor. It's like they, they talk about or the general joke is somebody gets an arts degree and then they can't do anything with it or whatever. And it's like, what do you mean? <clears throat> like everything you consume is is uh in some way, shape, or form, us uh, uh, in owes oh, some of its uh, value to the art world. You know, you know something what's funny as simple as the chair is, you're sitting in. Did you An know artist that designed it? When uh, you know, you know, when they talk about arts degrees, they're not referring to the arts. Liberal liberal arts encompasses a lot of things. Well, so I'm, I'm, not, refer- I'm not talking about liberal arts. Oh, when people talk about arts, that's what they mean. It's a really weird thing. You have to watch the language somebody uses because when they they, they lump it all into the same thing. Okay, because generally speaking, the skits and stuff and stuff that I'm referencing are about the musical arts. Oh, like, really? They, like they very specifically are bringing up either <clears throat> the the musical or um you know the canvas work arts. It oh fine art yeah that's definitely fine art sucks to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're trying to be an artist. I'm doing air quotes, not to offend anybody, but, you know, in the vein of like, you know, your famous painters and stuff like that. That's really there is a system. There is a lot of gatekeeping in that world. And then when it comes to stuff like like you take something like theater. There's not a lot of money to be made unless you're super famous. Like you could star on Broadway and you only make so much. I mean, also, but also those are union jobs, too. So it's like, you know, there's a lot of negotiations and, you know, you know, guidelines that have to go along with that. But that's why, you know, that's one of those things you do it, you know, because you love to and it might get you other opportunities. I mean, they make you a decent living doing that kind of stuff. And then if you're doing like classical music, the main problem in the space, which is, you know, is actually uh, for anyone who wants to learn a little more about that, uh, you should listen to uh our friends in the faking notes podcast, because they're both Juilliard graduates. And one of the things that they mention is the ma- one of the main problems that can be had by going to a school like that is they don't teach you how to, they don't teach you the prospect of making money. Like if you play an instrument, their main thing is, Oh, win competitions or join an orchestra. Like they don't, they don't have anything like, Oh, here's how you like treat yourself like a business. It's far too narrow minded for me, man. I don't like that. You have two options. Why? Why only two? It's it's mainly because it's it's just a generational thing. There's not enough people who branch out from that scene into doing other mm-hmm. things. It's like Drew from Faking Notes. He he saw the potential in Instagram early, so he 
built himself up as an influencer and it had afforded him other opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, he's branching out and doing things for himself. You know, he actually did a while where he was actually auditioning for orchestras and then he stopped because it's it sucks. <laughs> it, it like from the process he described, it's not fun doing stuff like that. And then on the other side, when you get into the more of the commercial scene, when it comes to the arts, uh, you know, when you're talking about like music or film and stuff like that, it's everybody assumes you're trying to be absolutely the most famous person ever. And they don't realize there's a lot of people you don't know who make a lot of money doing what they do. Mm-hmm. I saw this list. It was like, oh, list of musicians you've never heard of. I, I don't even think it said that. I'm paraphrasing like you, the, the people I've never heard of making six figures a year doing music. Mm-hmm. But that goes along with diversifying your skill set. There's a lot of skills you can develop, but the system isn't going to teach you them. It's like, you know, school is its framework is to build you to be a good worker. It's not good for making entrepreneurs because that requires you to think outside the box mm-hmm. and they want you in the box. 100%. They want cogs for the machine. You know, and it's also realizing when you look at it, the margin is so much more rewarding when you're doing it yourself. Cause like I said, it's not, it doesn't cost much to do a lot of the stuff in mm-hmm. the creative space. There's no middleman. You can negotiate your own uh, prices for the resources you need. The time invested is your own. You're not paying somebody else for it. it the, the profitability is too large to just accept that you're doing it for someone else. Yeah. And that's why, you know, that's why it's, you know, a lot of people find success in as an independent artist because you're doing it all yourselves and you don't owe anybody. Mm-hmm. Now, I kind of wish it was more that way for film but it is not as accessible as music. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just like watch a movie on the go when you're out for a run. <laughs> I mean, you can try watching your phone. Whatever heck, whatever happened to uh, what was it? Google glass or whatever the glasses, with, uh, <laughs> the, the smart glasses, just fucking oh, yeah. slap a movie in there. That'd be funny. I'd do it. You know, cause I, I've been kind of, out. uh, yeah, I've been kind of like, you know, wanting because, you know, my foray into film won't be like trying to be in the industry because I just don't have an interest in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as as cool as it would be to do like a two hundred million dollar movie, I just don't want to deal with the politics of that industry. But I would like because it's like, you know, I like a lot of a lot of my favorite films are all these no budget films and they're made for, you know, chump change. And I'm like, man. Yeah, and there and there are some companies like you know there are some kind of like you know indie film like kind of labels and companies out there that do put out like really low budget stuff and have like you know a, an entire roster of creative talent you know but I yeah I, I just look at it like man I wonder if I could figure out a way to really infuse it with the indie music kind of way of working and put um, and put out movies. Because there's, you know, it's not really the thing is you'd have to you'd have to understand how to, I don't know, figure out what your reach is because there's a like one of the issues with it is you, you can't really get into a lot of the commercial theaters. You know, any sort of theater franchise doesn't take just whatever unsolicited materials to play in their theaters. That's why that's why most people go through a big distributor because they handle all that. 
because I mean, you know, you, you and, and it's kind of necessary because you can't be a theater and have like a thousand different submissions like, hey, play my movie in your theater. And they're like, no, these famous <laughs> people are in this one. So I'm going to play that one. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I think an important uh, topic to bring up is figuring out exactly what it is you're interested in doing as far as diversifying your income streams. You know, if, for example, if you were to dive into something just because you saw a profit there, but you have absolutely no interest in it, I doubt you're going to have the drive to follow through on it and actually make it profitable. Yeah, that is definitely something to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I, I don't have a large enough interest in uh, creating music to want to do it for a profit. So you'll never see me out here like selling albums or anything like that or, <clears throat> or trying to like be at that level. You know, for me, it's just something that I would fuck around with for fun. But I have always been a, a numbers guy. I mean, we, we talked about this in, in, in one of the other episodes. When it comes to gaming, I, I like the number crunch a lot. So when I was first exposed to like trading stocks and stuff like that, it just clicked with my brain. And I was like, this is great and it's fun. And it, it get, makes my my brain do that thing where it gives me the happy chemicals. So, <laughs> so I'm all about <laughs> it. So that's that's uh, I, that's where I figured out what my interests were. My, my interests were watching numbers and making predictions and like capitalizing on it. Basically doing math for a profit. And so that's why I was like, all right. I'm going to diversify this way and I'm going to start spreading out and teaching myself this and getting into that field. So I know that I don't want to deal with, you know, I don't want to deal with the social aspect of owning rental properties, but I have no problem funding or starting up my own business. That's like, Obviously, I'd have to go and get the education for this, but becoming like a financial advisor or something like that. I'm I'm totally cool with that as a prospect. You know, so it's it's about figuring out what you're willing to do and what you're willing to follow through with. Well, that kind of goes along with like you know, understanding like what you're trying to diversify and why. Like the reason I mm -hmm. teach myself so many things and try to build upon so many things is so I I don't mind I don't mind the social aspect. Like, I, I don't like I don't prefer to I don't prefer to be I prefer not to be around people too much casually. But if it's a professional thing, I don't mind. But it's also I'm not interested in something if I don't know that if I can't find, figure out the ins and outs of it, because the most thing, the thing I will relate to people is, you know, I'm building all these skills so I can tell the person if I if I do outsource, I can tell them I don't need you. I want you here because of something you can you have to of what you have to offer, not because I need you here. It goes back to, you know, I read this article years ago about how Snoop Dogg can make beats. And he, he does every now and then. And then when people find that out, they give him any other producers, give them all their best stuff because they're like, well, we do. He doesn't need us. So we got to give him we, we got to give him hits. Mm -hmm. Plus, it, it also goes along with. If I did have a team and I were to lose team members. What's easier, being able to fill in that role temporarily or scrambling to find somebody who may not be up to snuff and just throwing them in as a body? Because I've worked at places that have done that, and I'll tell you, mm -hmm. it is not fun. Oh, no, absolutely not. It is a definite nightmare when they start <laughs> scrambling, grabbing new people, and they're like, here you go, figure it out, the sink or swim training method. That's such, a, that's such a bad method. Mm -hmm. Here, we'll throw you in. <laughs> Hopefully, it works out. You'll float. 
Don't worry about it. <laughs> Figure it out. If you don't, we'll just replace you. <laughs> <laughs> Hate that mentality. Yeah, that's that's just why I did. I dive into so many different things because you know, and I, I don't want to say this as a slam to like people in general, but I've I've very rarely come across people who are worth working with. Hmm. I don't know if it's just the times, but it's like the lack of ambition is impressive. No, I agree. I agree. There's too many people that are just okay with the status quo. Yeah, I'm not about that. No, thanks. What's another way you can diversify? Oh, um, if you're a person who likes possessions, be wary of what you actually collect. Because yeah. it's very easy to collect, just pile up a bunch of stuff that has zero value. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why, you know. I I pretty much buy books, movies, and music, and that's literally all I buy. Oh, I buy mm. I, gear, obviously, because I am an artist. But every I don't really have that many things that could not be sold if I have to. Not to say buy things with the intent of selling them. It's just if I hit a if I hit some like crazy rough patch, I've got something to fall. I, I've got a few things I can get rid of to tide me over for a little while. Yeah, I think I just I kind of just future proof myself against rough patches by never having the desire to go spend crazy, you know, like in in my mind, I I split all of my expenses up between profit and pleasure. And it's a it's basically basically it comes down to it will it will sit it it will be. okay. let me reset for a second. (laughs) (laughs) I only slept for like three hours. All right. Um. I will split all of my purchases up between profit and pleasure. There's no like ratio. I don't, I don't have like a specific number, but if it doesn't fall into one of those two categories, right. Then I just outright don't spend money on it. You know, for example, clothing, I'm not one of those people who's like, man, I got to have all this name brand shit or whatever. I literally only buy clothes. If the clothes I have is too raggedy to be worn in public, you know, stuff like that. I, I'm extremely stingy with my money unless I'm, you know, flipping it into more money well how how, what kind of um is there a type of emergency that would happen that you aren't covered i think for yourself to, i think total economic collapse would have have to happen to put me in a situation where i can't take care of myself not even like a medical emergency like if something happened no. you end up in like a bunch of I'd, medical debt. i'd have to be in a coma for like three years to not be able to like dig myself out of any hole i think i'm just that driven in general Oh, but, well, no, I'm just I'm just talking in relation to how like <laughs> even having good insurance, like you get like ridiculous charges for nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's thousands of dollars just to stay at the hospital. Yeah, 100 percent. Been there, done that. I broke my arm, was in there for like a day. I saw the bill for that. It was not cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just um, but yeah, it's. That's why I, I try to only have things with value or, or mm-hmm. things that, you know, have more value than just monetary, like my equipment. There's infinite return on profit. You know, there's infinite ROI for something for the things I do. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think that's why <laughs> I think that's why I like doing it. It's like, oh, this is I enjoy it. This is really cool, but I can also make money with it. 
It's also entertaining. And then there's just dumb stuff. I buy like a green skin for my SP404 so I can do like dumb green screen stuff. No, nope, that, that, that was just for fun. That no, was just for fun. That, you know, that there was no intention of that, like really like blowing up. I was just like, I wonder if I could do green screen on that. I haven't seen that yet. Mm. It looks silly without any images on it. It's just like this really vibrant green. And it's kind of annoying to look at. Unless it's on a video and I'm playing something over. <laughs> it's just it's like, solid green. It's uh, it's like the interface is made out of Gumby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, someone should go and edit every Gumby episode and put like throw green screen on him. Like see green what screen it looks effects. like. <laughs> uh, I guess great. uh. I like the I, I like I feel like this is an episode where we're really allowed to ramble because this is such a topic that is just could go so many different ways. Mm. Uh, let's talk about I guess, I guess we could get on to the final topic. Uh, social portfolio. I am very <laughs> I'm one of those people who is really fascinated by the habits of individuals and just mm. how people live their lives. So I very much try to fine tune my social portfolio constantly. Not even, not even, and not even for that purpose. I'm just always fascinated in habits because it's when someone isn't like me, I'm always curious, huh? I wonder why they're like that. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'll tell you, I mean, there's things that drive me up a wall about certain types of people, but it's still interesting to see. I mean, you know, you, you got to think of it, you got to think of it, not to say that you shouldn't find people who are profitable, but is there something, to that person that kind of adds to your spectrum. Um, I like to think about, I like to think about it like this. It's not so much that they have an inherent value or anything like that. I'll make the connections I make. I'll make the friends I make. Um, as long as they're not, causing issues you know bringing strife into the social circle or like i don't know becoming a a literal financial drain as long as they're not negatively (laughs) impacting me in a serious way i don't i don't look at people and think what is their what is their intrinsic value or how are they profitable or anything like that it's i look at them as people that i can uh unearth the profit in or unearth the value in it's not about me so much you know I, I like if i see somebody who i know has value and i see them not capitalizing on it i'll push them into it not for my own gain but just because having somebody around who's doing well also drives me to want to do well that's that's how i m- manage my social portfolio hmm. people I'm around me if they're not about growing i'll push them into growing so that that pushes me into growing See, I'm just a piece of garbage, and if you're not interested in growing, fine. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll just pull me from the garden and put me in some other soil, dude. Mm-hmm. Me, I, I think I, it just. I guess I'm the plant you put in that makes the other plants want to do better. I think it's like <laughs> evaluate how much babysitting you have to do. That's my only yeah. issue. It's, I've been around people I've had to babysit, and that's mm-hmm. that's what put me off of actually helping you. Like I, try, there's a period of time I try to help. I'll, I'll really try to help somebody, and then it just doesn't work. And mm-hmm. I'm like, really. You know, and it, and you wonder why people turn out like me who just have no fine ha, have no problem cutting people off. It's like you weren't worth it. I tried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, or you know, 
you could uh see that's that's about knowing your your tolerance for it you know like you you'll try with somebody and then like see that they're not giving in the effort themselves and be like all right there's only so much i can do me i'll just fucking keep going i'll i'll just keep going it, until it literally drains me dry i'll keep going i just yeah i'd, I'd just rather find people who are like already have the mindset it's just so hard mm-hmm. it's nowadays it's so hard to push people i think that's one of the big things and that's you know i i've gotten adverse reactions to it that's because true. it's like i'm coming yeah. off as pushy it's like i'm sorry i want your life to be better i guess i won't i'll stop being selfish and just be a complete it's, piece of shit it's not perfect i've experienced that too you know where i've been like yeah come work at this place with me or whatever come come get this money with me i got this idea that we can work on or whatever and yeah i have met people who are abrasive to it it's not fun when encountering them well you know i just i just give them time i'm like all right that's cool you're not about like advancing or growing yourself as an individual right now i'm gonna let you sit and marinate where you are and then i'll come and pluck you when you're ripe (laughs) it also goes along with like the age thing like the closer Mm -hmm. we get to a certain age i'm like nah i'm done fend for yourself yeah i think my mindset might change later but like 28 is too young for me right now I think if I'm like 45, 50, I'm like 45, 50, and they're just not trying anymore, I'd be like, okay, that's half a fucking century. I can't hang out with you that long if if you're not doing anything good for yourself. Because that, that, at that point, it's like, do I even have time for you at that point? I'm not going to make time for people like that. If I hit 50 and somebody I know doesn't like, or hasn't like grown themselves, I'm going to be like, all right, look, I don't need this business anymore. Just fucking take it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking take it do some shit with it no uh, i i kid but um i don't know i just have that that mentality of like i i need to uplift the people around me i guess it stems from like you know i never had that person so i'm trying to be that person i i don't know i've never really had that person <laughs> i don't maybe it's it's probably because I come from a family where it's literally, it's just like, you got a problem, solve it, mm. figure it out. You know, it's like, I, I don't, I don't come from the absolute greatest of means either. It's like, I just mm-hmm. lived like, I mean, it was a, a pretty average family and it was just, if there was an issue, it's like, they just figure things out. But I think it's just like critical thinking and problem solving was just kind of, you, you know, I just sort of adapt to that. Mm, it's kind of just born and bred over there at the bun household. Yeah, it's, you know, it's if anything were to happen, my parents would have some sort of plan for it. Mm. They'd figure it out. I don't I I like the people I'm coming across now, especially being on like, you know, having becoming Boutique Paul and then just coming across the people that I've come across or 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 people that we know personally like the Lee brothers you know lavish mm-hmm. i was i when i when i first we we had the podcast idea and then you were like oh by the way yeah that was one connection <laughs> i was so happy i made cuz like i i didn't know at first that uh that they were they they had that business going you know i just made the connection and then happened to discover that they were already out here killing it and i was like right. sweet I was like, this is somebody I don't have to put any effort into helping them grow because they're already growing, but I still want to. <laughs> that, that just makes me want to help them even more. Like Honestly. they're doing all right right now, but like, hey, let's take this to the max. I was like, hold up. What if what if I can help them? What if they blow up? That's gonna inspire other people, you know? I don't know. They do yeah, they do pretty well for themselves. I want them to do even better. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, at that point, you know, we got to figure out a way to get them out of their jobs. I want them to be the next Gucci. <laughs> the next Gucci. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Next Gucci is lavish. You heard it here, for, folks. Forks. You heard it oh, here, man. forks. <laughs> In spoons. <laughs> uh, that's what we're going to call our fans. You know, there's always like nicknames for fans. We're going to call our fans Forks and Spoons. Not even related to the name of the podcast. God damn. That's great. <laughs> Should do this more yeah. often. I'm yeah, no, that, that was impaired, a- but I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that connection is great because it just worked out so well. You know, it was like, oh, hey, we were thinking about doing merch and they were all about it. And now, you know, oh, side note, by the way, for those who don't know yet, we have masks now available mm-hmm. for sale. Uh, shout out to John and Eric for all the hard work they put into mm-hmm. our product for all you guys. Super quality. They look nice. They feel nice. They breathe nice. Is our. Yeah, they're pretty nice. I'm not annoyed by it. Like, I've, I've worn a couple masks where I'm like, this doesn't feel right. It's straight up comfy. There's times where like, uh, <laughs> times where like I go to the store, I got the mask on, you know, I sit down in the car, I drive home. I'm like, oh shit, it's still on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done that too. I'm like, oh wait, I'm taking the mask off. You know what yeah, I mean? I just. Go ahead. I just like that, you know. I was just going to gush navigating. over the mask I'm, I'm just waiting more. to be able to. What? I said I was just going to gush over the masks a little bit more. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we can always go back to the masks. Uh, but no, I just like the. Oh, the interesting people I'm coming across online that I know once I get to a certain point, I can actually like work with them on things. I mean, just like it was really nice being on faking notes, mainly because I was just a fan and I didn't realize like I was like, oh, like they'd always make comments like, oh, we'll have you on. I didn't realize it was going to happen so soon. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, eventually down the road. And then they hit me up. Hey, you want to be on the show? Got the year. <laughs> our year's almost up. So we want to do something uh, <laughs> cool for our 50th episode. And I was like, sure. Why not? Got to get the number one super fan on. Yeah. Or just, you know, happening upon Andreas. I mean, I just added him. I mean, he was friends with John first. I just added him because I he seemed like a person that I could get along with. And then he becomes a guest on the pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I, and I'm very curious to see where his website's going to go because he's doing. Uh, uh, are you friends with him on Facebook? Yeah. Have you seen his articles? He's been posting. Uh, he's doing a cri- critics critique of critics. Critics, I, I did see that. He's, he's reviewing I critics. Yet, I was like, I that, that is was genius. <laughs> like was review great. critics. That's amazing. That's the, that's the one thing I absolutely hate about. Uh, the film industry is critics. You know, it's so many people judging, prejudging whether or not they're going to enjoy something based off of someone else's opinion. Like you can't just experience it yourself. That's a, that's just a personal thing. I'm not like trying to knock critics as a profession. I just don't fucking like critics. So critique them critics. <laughs> I don't mind critics. I've, I've noticed everybody has that one movie that a critic bashed on that they just hate critics forever for it. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's like they have a function. I mean, film criticism is a lot different than the way it used to be years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I think the thing you have to, the problem is you're focusing on, people focus too much on like Rotten Tomatoes. I hate that site, mainly because it's just an aggregate score and you can tell nobody's actually reading these articles by these people. Like if mm-hmm. you actually read a critic's review, it's a lot different than them just saying this sucks. 
Yeah. I well, I just straight up just I just straight up don't like to not think for myself. You know. Oh, well yeah, there's that, you know, like as as much as much as people want to say the opinions the negative opinions about BVS didn't hurt it. I will call nonsense all day because a lot of I've heard a lot of people say, oh, I'm not going to watch that in theaters. Everybody says it sucks. Mm hmm. Then they see and they're like, Jokes wait a minute. You. It was great. It was pretty good. <laughs> I wish the ultimate cut was in theaters. Honestly, it would have it would have been reviewed better because mm-hmm. they would have cut out all the stuff that made things confusing. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Yeah, social portfolio. It's, and it's also phases when you. At each age, you kind of have specific roles you're trying to fill in your friend group. Mm. It seems like, and now now it's more so. I I think my thing right now is uh, aligning with people who are more like me because I never really seek that. So what are what what are the uh, what are the? I I actually like the the way that you brought this up, the way that you framed this roles in your in your friend group. All right, so what roles in your friend group are you trying to like fill like now i'm not saying like what open positions do you have i'm not trying to be like hey you can apply for james social circle today <laughs> put in an application <laughs> i should start pitching it like that <laughs> but like, no but i mean like, i don't really the... have roles but it's there, there's nothing specific it's just mm-hmm. y- you know what kinds of people you want to align yourself with in progression of your own life you know, I don't want to hang out with the people who just want to like just sit around and do nothing mm-hmm. or it's like you know it was hard for me you know, because one of the biggest things that kind of held me back musically was, you know, not having really anybody to work with. And I think that hindered me because, you know, I would, you know, I mean, obviously I, I should have quit my job ages ago and just pursued it full time mm-hmm. or just like took a break, took a break from everything, saved up some money for a year and just went and done it. But I, I tried numerous times or like on like through Craigslist to try to like find people to work with like there was at one point i wanted to start you know a couple times i wanted to start a band and it was all people who just wanted to jam and it's like i don't want to jam i want to jam professionally no it was like i'm a project person like i want to create something it's not just like oh let's go have fun somewhere that's cool for some people but no i want to like hey let's make a record put it out see what kind of reaction we get Maybe do something cool. Oh, am, I, am I mistaken, or does that doesn't doesn't that by definition make you a professional, or at least pursuing the professional aspect of it, <clears throat> making a profit off of it? Talking about I putting mean, a project it, out. I mean, it, it's not. Well, not, you don't out necessarily free. have to. It, yeah, you don't necessarily have to do it for a pro- profit. And, and it wasn't even about the profit. It was more so to you know. I think it was more so exposure. Yes, I wanted to make it a career. But yeah, a career. But it was mostly exposure. But it was mostly just. There's something more rewarding about an end result as opposed mm. to something open ended. Okay. So if I made something, there's something to come of it because y- you know, it, it's you know, building your catalog. What's your le- what are you leaving behind in your legacy? Mm-hmm. But it was just all these people, and it was a lot of people who didn't want to be serious. And you know, typically the thing you find are people. It's kind of a joke. The typical people you find are like dads who have families who don't want to be serious, or teenagers who are too young to and stupid to. Mm-hmm. even be worth hobbyists. trying you find hobbyists not people who yeah. are serious about <clears throat> but it's it's also i just want to i want to be around people who are kind of creating things themselves not even just like in the art space but you know it's like the guys in lavis it's like you know that's something i i like it's like even if it didn't benefit me i'm like i want to know things about that mm-hmm. that's cool oh you it's, got events i want to go to this i want to experience this it's definitely energy to be around 
Yeah, it's all about, all about it's like the transfer of energy. It's like, you know, you put all of the types certain types of energy together and it's just it's great. I don't know. It's it, you know, and, and when I met roles, it's like I don't know if anybody has any specific like, you know, every I guess there's a stereotypical types of people you hang out with. Mm-hmm. But it's you know, it everybody you should have someone you should have the people around you that point to progression and not regression. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's plenty of people I stopped talking to just because it wasn't worth my time. Right. And it's because it, you're, you're you're up to the same stuff we were doing when we were 19. Sorry, I didn't mean to pressure you on the role thing. It's just as soon as you said that, my my brain just flipped into like roles in an MMORPG, and I was just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I gotta hear his. Or like D&D. Oh, who's your yeah. bard? Who's your rogue? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> who's Do on we have point, a healer you know? in the crew? <laughs> <laughs> I mean that does go with like you might have different friends for that uh, facilitate certain interests mm-hmm. but yeah I don't know I, and it just every time I talk about it it just when I hear myself I'm like I sound like a complete piece of garbage like why are people friends with me <laughs> but it, it's just you know I don't know I I have an I don't want to have an expectation for myself but it's I want to find success mm-hmm. and there's just people around who aren't going to help with that you know, or there's people who are going to try to like you know discourage it. Ooh, Ugh. can't Those have that worst. energy. Those people need need to be corrected. I feel like, like that's why I exist. <laughs> or, or the or like the woe is me people who always have a problem and just want to talk about it. Like get over it, fix your issue, or just move on. Mm-hmm. Things are bad, but they're not that bad. As long as you as long as you woke up today <clears throat> of clear mind and body. Then you are capable of bettering your situation. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I guess we can start wrapping up. It's a little bit longer than I originally thought it'd be. But uh, yeah, I guess, you know, the different types of diversification you should, you know, have in life, you know, obviously financial. Got to keep yourself, keep your money right. Your mm-hmm. business wise skill set, uh, skill set, learn, develop yourself. Don't 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 stick to one thing that could, mm-hmm. you know. Plenty of people get themselves in trouble with that. I heard a story once where um, actually a couple, I don't know if it was a one time, uh, maybe someone. I don't want to detract entirely from the the single minded aspect because there are there are the few and far between who are just like, this is all I'm about and they're just great at it and it, it's super profitable, but definitely not for everybody. Yeah, I, I mean, unless there's unless there's something that could derail it. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you're part of a non compete clause at a job who's trying to say we'll never fire you and they drop you I've heard of that. And I'm like yo you ruined this person's life what do you mean mm-hmm. uh, yeah uh, yeah I guess listeners tell us how you diver- diversify in mm-hmm. however which way but we're gonna call it good for this episode because it's been 47 minutes oh damn oh no <laughs> so yeah we're gonna go and. <laughs> Do other things like try to diversify our portfolios in every aspect of life. Take our own advice. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, that's it for today. And as always, stay hustling and stay hydrated. Peace. Peace.